Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a coach of the Glenelg Football Club, Mark Stone, now that we're nearing a return to the Sandful Statewide Super League, and of course the Bays are kicking off their Premiership defence with a big game against Nord at the Adelaide Oval on Sunday, June 28 from 3.05pm, and uh, Mark, you must be itching to get into it after such a long wait. It's been a, an unusual period, Zach, and um, uh, some interruptions and then a start and then a restricted numbers and all those sorts of things which <clears throat> which have been challenging for everyone, but um, it is pleasing that we can finally get, get a season underway and I'm sure everyone's looking forward to it. And a massive game against Nord in round one um, and then obviously uh, another big one for you in round two against South Adelaide, both at Adelaide Oval and what a tremendous reward for the players to um, have put their hand up to play for free and they get to play on the big deck at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, well, I'm not too sure why teams are, or games are classified as big games and then another big game. They're all they're all hard. Mm. They're all pretty big. They're all equally as challenging to me. But <clears throat> I do think it's good that all teams get a, a run around on Adelaide Oval and get to play there and um, I mean there's some some players within the competition would never have played there and you know I think that's a great idea and uh, a good way to kick the season off and and be able to get some people into the into the ground and and some supporters watching their teams as they start so yeah I Mm. think it's a positive positive outcome and facing Nord in the first game obviously uh, they've been buoyant with the way they've recruited and uh, a finalist last year so uh, and obviously uh, like Glenelg a hugely supported club so it's going to be a huge contest yeah it will be yeah no doubt about it um, I mean they always come off a pre-season pretty confident don't they <clears throat> that their recruiting's been good and um, they're in good shape so um, the, I guess the difference this year to most years is you don't really get a line on them you can't really see much mm-hmm. of, the, of their form uh, without any trials um, so um, yeah but we've really got to worry about ourselves more than anything make sure that, that we're ready to go and pick the best team we possibly can and be as competitive as, as we possibly can and give ourselves a chance and speaking of yourselves obviously uh, one of the main focus points over summer has probably been just the slight reshaping of the back line obviously in the absence of uh, Will Gould and Aaron Joseph who have departed from that premiership team um, how's it shaping up I understand you may have a, a surprise um, newcomer returning who initially I guess you were planning that may not be there um, well Will, <coughs> Will Gould got drafted and uh, he, as good as he was as a young fellow, and he, he played quite well for us when he was available. He did miss, I think, five games during the year for state duty, so he was mm-hmm. he, he was in and out a little bit, but he was terrific. And you can't replace Aaron Joseph, in my view. That's just, uh, I think, a player that um, did so much more than what you would have seen uh, from an outside spectator for, for me as a coach and for us as a team. Mm. Uh, he's basically unreplaceable, but that's that's okay. We've got some young guys that will come in and work towards being being that type of player. Um, and you know, we've we've picked up Matt Merritt, who's going to be really good for us um, down back, and Luke Parks, who's come out of the Sydney Swans Academy. Um, and Luke's a really good young young player who's learning the craft, and um, he's got high levels of um, of aerobic ability, and he can really 
he can really sprint. He's quick. He's got lots of athletic capabilities. Um, so we're looking forward to him slotting in, and um, and Chris Curran will play. So um, we, we look like we can solidify a little bit down there, and um, but there will be some new faces, and hopefully they gel pretty quickly. No doubt, uh, Rap, to have the Premiership skipper. Oh, I guess back because um, obviously uh, his team in the or the Riverland League uh, up there didn't go ahead. So um, uh, yeah, just tell us how that all pay, uh, came about, Mark. Well, you, you basically answered it. Yeah. The question: the Riverland aren't going to play. Yeah. <clears throat> so he comes back to us on um, on a schedule that works in with his um, with his medical placement. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we we work around that, and um, we're getting back for as many games as we possibly can. Uh, do you know roughly how many you might have him back for, and sort of sorted that out already, or just play it by ear? No, we we have a schedule and a, and a program in place because of the nature of of what's um, how that's going to work in terms of him mm-hmm. training up there. So the the whole play group know what's going on and. We'll have him back for 12 out of the 14 games, <clears throat> uh, which is really good. Yeah, it's oh, an excellent result for you. Uh, how are um, some of the other recruits looking on the track? Obviously, um, Billy Stretch and Matt Allen, a couple that have come into the footy club. How are they tracking? Yeah, they're going really well. Um, I mean, they're, they're obviously their assets that they run. Uh, I've really been pleased with how, how fit they are and how quickly they've adjusted to the way we want to play. <clears throat> And um, the flexibility that both of them bring. I mean, Matty Allen's 193, can play forward, um, outside mid and inside mid. <clears throat> and, and Billy, Billy's both as well. He's an he's, he's a outsider and he can play a little bit inside, and, um, spread mm. and really run. And some of the numbers they've produced on GPS I haven't seen at this club since I've been here. So um, we look forward to those guys uh, putting themselves um, uh, into work rolling the sleeves up at Adelaide Oval and seeing what they can do. So, um, yeah, those two have been really good. <coughs> Excuse me, there's been some other guys come in and uh, Jackson Edwards has been really fit and strong over the pre-season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's been some kids that have come up that I think have been um, really good for us in terms of our, our depth and, and just to see that our under-18 program is quite healthy. Um, with kids like Reed Culler and Callum Park and... Um, those sorts of young fellas are coming mm. through and look really good on the track. So um, in terms of fitness, I think we're in really good shape. We're still trying to um, find our, through our training, still trying to find what what it's going to look like in terms of um, full ground stuff. We haven't had a, an opportunity to do a lot of that, but yep. um, I think everyone's in the same boat. So uh, yeah. <clears throat> we, uh, we'll go out and have a, a red-hot crack and see what we can produce on Sunday and go from there. I was going to ask you about uh, young Reed Cooler and also Callum Park. Obviously, they were around about the mark um, talked about as possible AFL draftees last year. But um, how have their pre-seasons been? And um, they certainly on knocking on the door for league selection? Yeah, they sure are. I mean, <clears throat> Reed had a, a bit of a foot injury at the end of last year, which sort of kept him out of the... Um, uh, out of the, the testing um, and, and all the AFL scout stuff. Um, but he's really good in terms of his health now <clears throat> and fit. Um, and he he ran the furthest in our trial match on Saturday. Um, so he's in good shape. And Cal's a slightly different athlete. He's, <clears throat> he's more of a speed athlete at 190. 
Um, but you know, both of them are working on their game and um, got a bit of work to do. But they're certainly in the in the mix for for Sunday. And how are uh, a couple of uh, this year's, I guess, young possible draftees um, tracking in Kane Baldwin and Luke Edwards? How have they been on the track? Yeah, good. Um, uh, Luke, Luke's, um, they're both young talents and they're both in their 18th year, so um, they'll be, if state football happens, they'll be um, certainly looking to play some of that to try and get themselves <coughs> in front of the scouts. Um, they're both really talented kids. Um, run well and kick the ball well Um, and they're both really competitive so Mm. uh, they're not going to sit back and and um, and 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 wonder whether or not they're in the in the frame to play they're they're both of them quite up front coming forward to me and saying they want to play league footy and Mm. I think it's really good for us so um, we'll just see how they go in terms of their training and and readiness to play and Um, again, they're, they're making the um, selection process a little bit harder, which is which is good for us. And of course, Kane underwent that knee reconstruction. Um, just confirming where he is in the recovery process. Has he been training um, pretty well and ready to go? Or? Yeah, he he uh, had to do a Cybex test, which is a strength test, <clears throat> about uh, two weeks ago, which he passed really well. Mm. Uh, and then he played. An intra or a trial game with Westminster, which is his school he goes to. Yeah. Um, played a school game with them, and he played some footy with us. They played two and a half quarters with us on um, on Saturday, so he's tracking along okay. But he's, he's mm. obviously got to get some more work into him, some contested work, and that before he's really ready to, to play. Yeah, for sure. And um, what about for yourself, Mark? How's the shutdown period been for you as a coach? Obviously, it's been challenging for everyone, but. Um, yeah, how have you handled things? Um, and yeah, it's just been an amazing experience, I guess, all around. Oh, it's been different, that's for sure. You, you're, um, you, you're trying to just really read the play a little bit and try and stay mm. in front of the curve and anticipate what might happen and <clears throat> so that you're prepared and planned. Um, and you, you've got to also be a bit creative on how you train and what sort of things you can do and... Um, you know, we yeah, we've tried to um, implement some some training strategies that allow us to get contact when we can't have contact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, up and down off the ground, and uh, we've got some padded sticks that we hit each other with, and they're one point five meters long. So don't worry that we didn't get too <laughs> close to each other. But yeah, um, yeah we, you just got to try to um, keep in touch with the latest news and what the health department is saying and mm-hmm. the people at the top because they're the ones that are the, the governing the. Um, the you know the the changes as they arrive, and um, yeah, it's been it's been difficult. But I think South Australia has done such a great job, uh, particularly the the, um, the you know the premier and and his team to to, to keep the virus out of here and keep yeah. the borders shut. And so we're, we've been able to really anticipate what's next um, a lot easier than perhaps if you're in another state. So mm. um, certainly been different, but. Um, we, we can see the light now and we're about to get underway, which is great. And excellent uh, with the news today that, um, yeah, we can have as many as 5,000 on each day at Adelaide Oval, which will provide a bit of atmosphere for the games. That's mm, great news, isn't it? You know, mm. and, um, not, not just for the players, but also for the members of each club who, mm. um, and I'm sure every club's in the same boat where they reached out to their members and sponsors to support them through difficult times. Um, and it's just that little bit of reward 
um, if, if, and I'm sure not every member will be able to get there, but if yeah. as many as possible can get there, it's, a, it's some sort of um, reward for their, for their loyalty. Um, and I think it's great that, you know, that we've been able to open up Adelaide Oval, um, which would have been a lot more difficult to do it at home venues and, and suburban mm. grounds. So that's a real positive outcome for the, for the sample in, in, in general. And a really nice outcome for someone like Andrew Bradley, who's uh, playing his 150th game and can have some people uh, in the ground there to cheer for him. Yeah, particularly his family and the people who mm. have been along with him through the ride. It's been a pretty bumpy one. And um, <laughs> there isn't too many 150-game players, certainly not at Glenelg anyway. It's, um, it's, it's something that I, I don't know whether there'll be many more um, in this level of football going forward because it is so difficult to... To, to commit to it for such a long period of time and mm. uh, I don't think Glenelg have got too many um, people can say they've been as committed and as loyal as him I'm sure they have been in the past but Andrew's is uh, a terrific player not just um, uh, within our club but within the competition and um, yeah, it's a great milestone for him and well deserved after all the things you know injuries and, and ups and downs he's been through and and the highs of last year so um, it's a new year for him and a great little milestone to kick it off Certainly is, Mark. Well, uh, we do appreciate your time once again on Sample Radio. Uh, thank you very much for joining us and uh, wishing you all the best for the start to the sta- Sandful Statewide Super League. Obviously tackling Nord in the first game on Sunday from 3.05pm. So wishing you all the best for that and the rest of the season. Thanks, Mark. No worries. Thanks a lot, Zach. Cheers.